Taking action is the first step to change. The Shiv Show, an irregular podcast in a regular world. Introducing your host, Shiv Rad. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to The Shiv Show. I am your host, and this is episode 29, Quarantine Edition. It's been a crazy quarantine so far. COVID seems to be taking over our lives, but we're not going to let it get us, all right? Wear your masks, wash your hands, let's get through this. <laughs> In this episode, we get to meet Jamie Totino for the third time, and Jamie is just an amazing, amazing person. He's about to go on an amazing journey, and that's releasing his first book called Be Great. Now, I had the pleasure of reading chapter one a few months ago, and honestly, I cannot wait to get my hands on the rest. Jamie is a great friend of mine and one of the most hardworking people I know. So I know this book is going to be filled with absolute gems. The pre-sale is online now, so if you want to grab a copy, please go to jamietotino.com slash begreatthebook. Now here is Jamie Totino. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of The Shiv Show. Now they say third time's a charm, and I, I truly believe that. And today's guest has been on The Shiv Show previous two times. And both times we've had an absolute blast. You know, I, I can summarize this guy in one word, and that word is unstoppable. And I think after the announcement that he's going to make today, um, it's going to show you that he is definitely unstoppable. So, Jamie, the Italian stallion, Totino, welcome back to the Shiv Show, my friend. Thank you very much. I love the way you always introduce me like that. I always forget. Uh, but now I remember both times. The first time you did it like that, the second time you did it like that. And I was like, man. And you say Third it so well. I love it. I love it. Third time's a charm. How you doing? <laughs> all, all good, man. All good. And, and you know, I feel like every time we meet, it's podcast worthy. Every time we chat, it's podcast worthy. I mean, you and I can call each other on a random Wednesday night totally. for an hour and a half and be like, damn it, it why recorded. didn't we just record this? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. So we no, got to do it. that. So thanks for having we me again, bro. I really often. appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, you know, t- today's all about you. And, and, and I, I want to talk about, you know, all the things that, that you're doing. But today is all about you and today's all about greatness. Thank you, and man. I know that's Thank one you. of your, your favorite words. And, um, you know, you're, you're about to embark on an amazing journey. So why don't, you tell us, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about Jamie Totino for whoever people that don't know you and then tell yeah. us what you're about to embark on. Yeah, definitely. So this is my third time on the Shiv Show. So that's definitely on my resume uh, for sure moving <laughs> forward. Uh, but, yeah, I guess for me, you know, like you said, the, you know, Be Great, the book is, is as I, before we went live, just earlier mentioned that we – I just – ordered the first copies, um, which is really exciting. You know, it's all sort of uh, coming together and becoming a real thing now. Uh, I don't think it'll be real until I'm like holding it in my hand. Yeah. I'm like, wow, this is real. Uh, seeing Correct. the words on the paper, seeing the, the cover and yeah, it all come, even just my name on there. Like, wow, this is actually real now. Uh, and then, yeah, when people start buying it and, and you start shipping them out. So yeah, the book's been incredible during COVID, bringing that together uh, obviously, we had a bit of downtime and it was, you know, things aren't as busy and crazy as what they normally are. So, I mm-hmm. sort of said, okay, cool. Well, I've got this content in my head that I've been wanting to write for some time. And, uh, yeah, like, and I, I, you know, I know we're on the ship show, but again, I reached out to you the same way you helped me with my podcast, get it up and off, off the ground. And the same way with the book, you gave me some pointers. And some of those pointers were like, Jamie, just fucking get your head in the game and go make it happen, uh, <laughs> and, you know, in, in, you know, in, in, in a nutshell. So yeah, I, and, you know, and that's that's what it's all about, man. I think that's totally. that's what we're trying to put out to the world. Yeah, I mean, you know, 100%. It, it's not a it's not a favor that I'm doing. It's just literally things that I love doing, which is, which is helping you and helping people and 
Mm. You do the same for me. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. But you were exactly yeah. right with the whole thing, like just getting it because, you know, it is a bit of a thing. Like, how do you write a book? What, what, what do you start with? Like, how do you even print a book? Like, what, how do you even do that? Do I have to get a publisher? Do I not get a publisher? Like, how do I mark it? Yeah. <laughs> is anyone even going to buy it? Does, is it even going to make yeah. sense? Well, you don't know if it's going to make sense. You haven't even written it yet. You know, that, that was what was going through my head. Like, now looking back, I said, yeah. what, what were you thinking? Like, of course it doesn't make sense. There's nothing even on paper, you know? Um, yeah. So it, yeah. Wasn't, it wasn't until I actually, you know, committed to it and started writing and then it all started sort of flowing out and, and coming onto the paper uh, mm-hmm. that I was like, wow, like, this is going to be good. Uh, and then all of a sudden it was like, wow, this is going to be like, great. Like, this is going to be incredible the way it's sort of all tied mm-hmm. together. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, well, you, you, you mentioned one thing before and it's, it's, you mentioned that it won't feel real until you get the book in your hand. And yeah. to be honest, man, until I got this, until I held this, um, it didn't feel real to me. And I remember I, I got the shipment of books and I was so excited and I ran home from work and I opened <laughs> I, I see this, this box sitting in front of my door. And I opened it up and uh, honestly, man, I, I, I literally, I, I did start, I, I started to tear up and I was like, holy crap, like I did this, I did this. And I had so many people telling me that, that I couldn't do this. And so many people asking me like, why the hell are you writing a book? What are you an expert on? Blah, 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 blah. What do you really have to share? So one of the questions I have for you is, mm-hmm. cause I know you had that as well in that experience. Totally. Where did that courage come from for you to break out of that nonsense? Uh, from like the external people sort of, and then just from the external beliefs. The, the external crap and then, of course, your own, you know, yeah. your own fears. Finally. I think, yeah, like, it's a weird one. Like, I, I didn't really, I didn't really get a lot of people telling me I couldn't do it, but there was a lot of people sort of saying that, like, what sort of book are you going to write? What's your book about? Like, yeah. Why are you writing a book? It wasn't so much mm-hmm. like you can't write a book. It was more like, well, what are you going to write about? And what's your book going to be about? Like, why are you? Uh, and at the start, yeah, I was, that's probably part of the reason why Shiva took some time to actually write. Cause there was a bit of that. I'm, and I'm not going to lie. Like it did, you know, cross my mind and it did stop me for a day, a week, a month, you know, hold me back from yeah. actually writing. Uh, but then eventually I just said, you know what? Like ultimately I actually saw this really good video online and, and it said that there's, there's no brand new content out there. Like the, the, there's mm-hmm. no brand new way. Like if someone tells you that they're, doing something a way that no one's ever done before, then they're talking shit. You know, we've all yeah. just got our own version of it in a way. Like the way you would explain mm-hmm. it, the way I explain it, technically it's the same sort of concept. It's just your version and your... Enter- uh, Different version. Yeah, exactly right. Very true. You know, so then I was like, well, this is my version. This is my viewing. This is my style. This is what's worked for me. This is what works for my clients. This is what works out there that I've seen from the people that I've studied on and modeled around greatness. I'm like, well, it's worked for them. Like it must mean something. So why don't, I, why don't I just compile it all into one beautiful little file, one nice little book and then give it out to everybody. Um, so, and that's what I did. I, I think I sort of, I would laugh. It was funny. I sent an email out to, um, to the database to say that the pre-sales uh, available. And, you know, I got one email back from this guy uh, and he's like, I won't swear as much as the email swore, but it was like pretty much like, stop effing emailing me, you effing shit. I don't want your effing spam your effing book sucks. I was like, there's only three people in the world that have read the book, bro. Like, how do you know the book sucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, all right, man, no worries. Um, so, but yeah. That's, so just I, the, that's just the crap that you, you know, you look at and you, you kind of, you shrug it off. And I think that comes with spot experience, on. right? 
A hundred percent. Like, yeah, it's never going to go away. You just sort of get better at handling it. But yeah, how did I, so I just sort of zoned myself out and I, I, I surrounded myself with like people like yourself. I surrounded myself with people who I knew would pull me up if I was doing something wrong yeah. and would at the same time encourage me to keep going. Because ultimately that's what you want. Like you want someone to tell you, look, man, like you, you're not doing the right thing here. Like good for trying, but you need to go this way. Like this is probably the better mm-hmm. way. Okay, cool. And then you need people to say, man, you're doing great. Keep it going. Love it. You're going to do great things. You know, so correct, that's what I'm to stay around. Not the people telling me you're doing it wrong. Don't do it. You're not going to do anything. Stop. Just give up. Quit. Blah blah blah. All this shit. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think mm-hmm. that was really and important. And you, well. you also need people to to be straight up with you, right? Like not mm. not tell you what you want to hear. And and I had I had a we lot need of that. To hear. Um, mm. You know, I had a, I had a lot of that when I was writing the book. You had you had me around, which I was pretty honest, and I'm sure many other people were, were honest as well. And I think you know, when I was writing the book, I had you know, friends or, uh, you know, people I thought that were friends at that time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you lose contact with these sorts of people because you, you, know, you choose to do that. But I had people saying, you know, you can't write a book. What are you going to write about? You know, no one's going to read it. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Like what makes well, same you Same as a podcast, man. You know, oh, let's back yeah. it up two, three, four years ago when you, when you launched my, when I launched my podcast, it's like, who do you think you are having a podcast? It's like, Correct. You, think you, you know, now look. And now years later, you know, we're still loving, we're still loving what we're doing. We're doing what we're doing. We're loving what we're doing. We can reach. Oh, we can, yeah, we can reach thousands of people from what we do. Right. I mean, that's, that's not bad cool. at all. Oh, cool. That's I'm a not a Joe thing, Rogan right, right I mean, now. Yeah. Cool. I'm not a Joe Rogan right now, but that's cool. Maybe one day it will be, maybe one day it won't be like, who knows? But you know, at least like you said, yeah. who knows how many people have been listening to the podcast and say, wow, that was good. I got something from that. Like, again, you're just playing your part. You know, like, yeah. And that's what it's about. You know, I, I had a, a podcast interview the other day and I was talking about a story. My, my first episode that I ever launched for my podcast, I had, I was so nervous and I'm like, oh, you know, I, I launched, I went to bed and I woke up and I'm like, I'm going to have no messages. Like people are going <laughs> to hate it. What the hell? And I woke up to like literally like hundreds of messages from friends wow. from like Canada, family from Trinidad, family from the U.S. Um, my teacher, my, my seventh or eighth grade teacher messaged me and said that um you know she had a fear of flying and after listening to the podcast it's completely changed the way that she's she looks at fear and that, that message right there man was like this is a success nothing, like, i've nothing, changed yeah. one person their 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 understanding of fear and totally. so going, going back to the book my rebuttal to all these people were well you know a doctor when a, a doctor isn't born a doctor correct jk rowling wasn't born an author like they learn how to do these things correct. so don't limit yourself by yeah. saying yeah don't, don't limit and, and already they're limiting themselves right i mean that, that's the worst thing to do so Absolutely. that was my that was my simple rebuttal well, even like you think about like jk Rowling, like how many books were written that never got published or that were never any good or how many pages were written that just got burnt up and thrown in the bin or you know what i mean like until there was the the series and and the thousands and thousands of copies and the millions of copies and the millions of dollars to follow it but it went through oh. that who, who knows when you know early days that there was no commitment there was no confidence there was no support but now i was like oh my god the best author in history but again 20 30 years ago it's like who, the, who do you think you are um well it's it's it, it's funny like you you i think you posted this picture would have been two weeks ago with support on one side and then uh yes, was yeah, on yeah. the other but yeah yeah it, it, applause, it, like it, a clap yeah and it spoke out to me that's, yeah the congratulations is yeah. support versus congratulations and totally. support is empty but congratulations is packed cool. And you know Everyone we see that mate. through our, we see that through our process, right? We mm. see that a lot, a lot. But hey, I, I want to get back to the book because totally. I had the pleasure of reading. I think it was chapter one. I'm not, you know, that was at the beginning of your editing, so it probably changed just like mine did. 
Totally. Um, but what I, what I really admired about your, your writing style is your style was extremely authentic. And I think mm. your style and my style is very similar. We write from the heart. We write, we write 100%. the way we speak. Did you have a certain style in mind before you started writing? Did you want this to come off as, as genuine? Did you want this to come off as, you know, you're the, the expert? I mean, where did this come from? I think my style of writing, I didn't have a style. I was just like, I'm just going to write. Like, I didn't think about but I knew what I wanted the outcome to be. Like I knew what mm-hmm. I wanted the reader to experience. That I, yeah. I didn't really overthink like what my strategy would be. I, if you hit the nail on the head, like you know, just authentic. It was me. Um, you know, you could. Almost, if, I've had three people read it that know me, and they've said that it sounds like you're speaking to me. Like I, I can, I can hear and see Perfect. you saying that to me. So like then that mm-hmm. to me was like a, a tick in the authentic box. I said, well, cool. If three people that know me are saying that. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. people out there that who don't know me will still feel some sort of energy coming through it um so yeah i, I knew that's what a, i wanted that's a compliment too exactly that right a compliment and I, I definitely did and it, it was you know it was a little bit hard to accept that people like it was it worked not that it was hard to accept it was more like it was more like i, I didn't know how to because I, I didn't know if it was going to work like i didn't know if what yeah. i was doing was even like gonna like if it made sense like I, you don't know well, i didn't know that Although they might have yeah, read it and yeah, be like, yeah. man, this is shit, you know, or this doesn't even make sense. But for them to come back, it was sort of like a, wow, like maybe this is going to be like really incredible. Um, so, yeah, yeah, like I knew what I wanted the, the reader to experience, but I didn't overthink mm-hmm. my delivery of it. Like my delivery of it, she was, you know, you gave me that, that, that great tip of just, you know, aim for 200 words a day. Uh, and there were yep. some days like I got to 199, I wrote one more word and I pressed full stop and I got out because I just wasn't feeling yeah. it you know, and yep. that's okay. And then there was days where I wrote like 6,000 words in one day, like, mm-hmm. cause I was feeling it, but I didn't really put a lot of pressure on myself with the writing. And again, like, you know what? I'm not going to lie at the start. I was chasing the word count and I was chasing pages. Like, I want to get this word count. I want to get this. I want to get this, you know, I was in a way doing it for the wrong reason. And then it was funny. Like I almost forgot about it. And cause I had them all in separate files, every chapter, when I actually mm-hmm. brought it all together into one, like the second half of it, I actually forgot But when I brought it all together, like it equaled that, that word count that I wanted. I was like, wow, like just naturally it happened without me even the first maybe couple chapters I was chasing word count, word count, going to aim for this, going to aim for this. Uh, that was the first draft. But then after I sort of got it out there and I just sort of forgot about it, I was just writing from the heart, letting it all out. Uh, and then, yeah, I sort of got to that word count. I was like incredible. You know, I was wrapped. Uh, yeah. But now I realize the word count doesn't mean shit. Like it's all about the value that's in it. Like you can get it out in 10 words or 10,000 words. It doesn't matter. As long as the reader's yeah. experience, that's all that matters. And and that's and that so the best tip that I was ever given and I share with with everyone is literally write two to two fifty words a day. Mm. And you're right, eventually you're gonna get to two fifty and you're gonna say, Wow, I have so much more to go. Totally. I have yeah, so much more to go. So yeah. I think it's super important to to do that. And I think that um you're right. It, it's it's quality versus quantity, totally. right? And I when I when I started writing my book, I had I think I told you I had like a hundred and Almost 200 pages, like 190 something pages. Yeah. And it got cut to 102 pages. Wow. And then I realized that I was actually rep- repeating myself. And, yes. But I did that because I kept writing. And I think the, the point is to keep writing. If you have a good editor, they're going to cut all the crap anyway, right? Correct. That's the I was writing like I talk, like a, I'm just, I'm just going. Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how, how, many, man, how many editing versions did you have? Because this is something I, I probably had like you know, 15 to 20. How many yeah. times did you actually re-edit? My, my personal editing, like yeah, fuck, every day I was adding in new things and taking things out. Uh, like uh, the editor revisions, 
I think we had four. Uh, yep. So it was funny though. Like I would send him like my first draft. While he was revising that, I was still writing more. So the time he sent it back <laughs> to me, I would add in another, hey, I just wrote all this. And he's like, well, why did you send me the first copy then? You know? So, and then he'd send it back. Yep. So the first two, I was still adding. So I would send him what I had. And then while he was working on it, I would still keep writing. And I would still keep adding stuff in. Uh, and then eventually I just said, no more watching content, no more listening to reading. I actually just turned off all self-development stuff like in my world. Yep. Because the more I was listening to, the more I was reading, the more I was watching. It was almost and you want like, to add in. Yeah, I'm like, well, yep. like my, my, my understanding of that is this. Well, that's incredible. I need to put that in. You know, so then it, all of a sudden I was oh. just, wasn't stopping. So I had it's, to stop. It, yeah. Right now, if... If I read my book, I'm telling you, I, I will read, I'll turn on like chapter four and read it. And I'm like, oh, why didn't, why didn't I add this? Or <laughs> yeah. Why didn't I add that? Totally. And, you know, totally. Things that you, so it's also a good thing because we're constantly learning. We're constantly 100%. learning. We're constantly checking ourselves. Like, hey, you effect, know what? Version two, the regular effect version two we're, coming out. That's, that's it, man. That's it. <laughs> exactly. Hey, yeah. I, got, I got a question for you. And, and, and I know that some of your chapters are around modeling greatness, right? Yeah. So without giving a, you know, giving it all away. How can someone model their greatness? I mean, what exactly does that mean? Yeah, so I, the, the, the term, the, the, the action of modeling has been around for years. There's probably been different words used for it, uh, but I guess commonly known as modeling. Uh, I guess it's ultimately you, if you see someone doing something that you like or you want to, if it's a skill, a trait, a belief, a, a value, whatever it might be, uh, and you like that and you want to bring that into your life, then you model them and you, yep. and you, you add it to your you know, tool belt, so to say, of what you do and how you want to live your life and your lifestyle or, or play sports or run businesses or be a leader or be a, a husband or wife or partner, um, whatever it is in whatever version it is. And you can do it at any level and you can go as deep or, you know, shallow as you want. Um, so for me, like, it's funny. I remember when I was at my, my uh, bodybuilding comp uh, many years ago, after the comp, uh, had finished and you know it's funny like post comp like if, if, if you know anyone who goes through that preparation and gets on stage and you know after in that that first two maybe three weeks it's a good average of about 10 to 15 kilos that the person would put on mm-hmm. it's, it's that's a lot of weight like 10 kilos in that's two three weeks a lot yeah because yep. you, you drop so quickly and then you pretty much just go straight back up um mm-hmm. because then you're not doing the cardio you're not exercising as much as yep. you were because you want to rest but then you're still eating all the mm-hmm extra food uh but for yeah. me post my comp i only put on like three kilos mm-hmm. and i've maintained that weight consistently since then but i remember at the time i would always ask myself because just after my comp finished and mr olympia was on and i said to myself what would phil at the time phil heath was the, the reigning champion and yeah. you know, still he won eight and i said to myself what would phil heath do now what would phil heath be doing right now so whatever he's go doing, that's to, what i'm going to do go back to training yeah exactly right and I was like, go back to training, I do. And, I, and like, there was two days where I just ate whatever I wanted to. On it, like, straight out, I was like, I ate everything and anything I could get my hands on. Um, felt sick, absolutely. Um, but then I, I, I flicked it around. So cool, well, what would Phil Heath do right now? And as I was watching everyone else put weight on, put weight on, put weight on, I can't control it, I can't control it, I don't know what's going on, I can't stop eating. I was like, yeah, you can. You fucking yeah. can. So it was those little things that I started to, to replicate. You know, look at someone like a Michael Jordan. Look at his, his game ethic. Look at it is, you know, what about that is it? Like, what about is, is his beliefs around the sport about himself that you can take into your own life? Like, do you have to be at that level? Like, that's a bit of craziness. Like, I don't think anyone is ever going to reach that level. But he imagine yeah. you can get halfway there. You'd have a pretty crazy self-belief and some self-confidence there. 
you know. Um, Absolutely, man. And, yeah. and it's funny, you bring up Michael Jordan, because I wanted to ask you, because you're, you're wearing the Bulls hat, and you've got the post behind you. you <laughs> Absolutely. You just, you're Jordan you're Jordan now. I mean, how much of an influence has that guy had on you? Because for me, growing up, watching him play, and it, it, he's the epitome of greatness. He's literally the epitome Absolutely. of greatness. Absolutely. And, and again, like more recently for him, especially coming into, you know, into the business world, you know, he was one of the first athletes oh, yeah. to, to be on the rich list, um, you know, in America. So, he, you know, billionaire rich list. So he, he's done some pretty incredible things. I remember growing up watching Space Jam and, you know, that was obviously the, you know, the movie. That was, that was the place you wanted to be. Um, but again, it, it, it was just that, it was just that little bit more. Like, I guess ultimately, like, he honestly believed that he could do it and he yep. went and did it. So if you think about it from a real basic level, at first he probably believed that, I don't know if I'm worth it or not, I don't know if I can make it or not, but he went into the Bulls, you know, knowing that he was going to become the best ever. Like, he didn't go in there just being, I'm just going to be another mm-hmm. player. You know, so I think yep. if you, you can have that attitude. Like, just, again, real core, basic, real easy if you're going to go and do something, be the best at it that you do, like be the greatest at it, you're going to get far. Like you're going to do well. Absolutely. You're going to, you know what I mean? Like, Isn't don't that just... the, yeah, I feel like that's the key to life, right? I mean, the key to life is no one's going to value yourself as much as you. Totally. No one's going to work 100%. hard yep. as, as much. And, and, and I think that you need to be able to put that effort in. You need to be able to execute. 100%. You need to be able to, to, to get in there and, and be the best and be the greatest. Again, sure. ultimately, and I said it, I said it you know, yes, uh, two days ago when I was on a, on a podcast, I said to the girl um, who was interviewing me, I was like, give me a valid reason, like a genuine valid reason why just being okay or just being good at something is fair. Mm-hmm. Like, give me a genuine valid reason why not chasing greatness. In what, you don't, again, you don't have to be the person, like the household name. You can be the greatest in your little yeah. suburb by doing whatever you do. Like that's incredible, but why not? Like, give me a fair reason and a valid reason why just doing good at something, you know, is acceptable. There isn't. Like, I'm ask you, like, can you think of one? I I literally can. And what I tell people is, do better than you did yesterday. Yeah, like, exactly do, right. But it, the goal of everything is to just do better. If you're at the gym, the goal the goal is to eventually lift more weight. You know, uh, look bigger, weight. look stronger, or, you or know, lose tones, weight, right? I mean, whatever it is, yeah. But whatever it is, you're trying to step up and up and up and up. So why half-ass anything? I mean, there's that, no... That, that's even better. Like, why it doesn't bring you anything. Spot on. It's, 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 you, someone might yeah. say it's easy to be good, but it's also easy to be great. Yeah, yeah. Just, just you know try that? Just try a little bit harder. Build those habits <laughs> and it becomes easy. You say it's hard Correct. now to get up Correct. every morning. Well, absolutely, but give it, you know, do it 10 days in a row. I'm telling you now, it'll be easier. So, you know, it's funny. You know I, mean? I, had, uh, I, I spoke about this on the live last night. And, 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 and you know, rebuttal was some people are, you know, night hawks, right? Like they, they are, or night owls, sorry. They're, they're up until 2, 3 a.m. I can't do that, right? Same. I'd much rather get up at like 5, 5.30 and, and start my day. Yep. But what are some of these habits that, that you have? I mean, what makes you, what mm. makes you great? Good. Uh, I, I think for me, uh, and there's an entire chapter on habits and rituals and, and routines uh, and how to build them. I, I personally believe, like you hear all those numbers out there, that it's 67 days or 66 days or 21 days to build a habit. I personally don't believe that. I reckon it's mm-hmm. it, I, my belief is around it and, and how habits are created and formed. It is on the repetition. You know, like yep. if, if, if we're at the gym and I'm like, hey, shit, this is how you do a bicep. It's not going to take you 67 days to get it. It'll take you probably 10 minutes of me showing you, no, no, not like that, like this. No, 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 good. Yeah, that's the way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. So it's probably like, it's their repetitions of you just keep doing it. Yes, yep. they, they use days as a time to measure it. Like I can't, you know, to build a habit of getting up at 5 a.m. every morning, you can only do that once a day. So yes, it's going to take yep. some time. But I, I, same as driving manual. It doesn't take you six or seven days to figure it out. It takes you an mm-hmm. hour. Yep. It takes you probably 100 goes at it, stalling it, understanding the clutch to yeah, yeah. ratio. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it doesn't take days. Yeah. It just takes the time, however long it takes you to get it. Um, so for mm-hmm. me, I think because I've got that mindset and that belief towards it, I don't attach it like a number of days. Like I don't tell myself, oh, I'm halfway there to building a habit. I just tell myself mm-hmm. I've got the habit. Like I'm doing yep. it. Like that's just what it is. Like it's, this is what I do. I'm not halfway there. I'm that's, not, you know what I mean? It's, it's a really good way to look at it, man. You're right. If you, set, if you set a day, you're setting a time limit, right? You're setting a time limit to yourself. Yeah. And if you don't hit that time limit, you're going you're gonna to call yourself a failure and go back Spot to not on. doing that habit anymore. Spot on. So Spot I, on. I agree. And, and the, the waking up early thing for me is, there's no time limit on that either. Of course, for the first you know couple of days, first week or two, you're going to feel lethargic. You're going to feel totally. tired, but eventually it's going to go away. I mean, that's, it, that's usually what happens. With any and and it, would you agree that it's somewhat easier, if not easy, to get up at 5 a.m. now for you? Yeah. I, it, I don't was even need an alarm clock anymore. Was it, one, was it, it was once the hard? Hardest, the hardest there thing you go. ever. So it's easy to be good at something or just be okay. It's something, then it's also easy to be great at it. Correct. Correct. You know, so it's, so if someone tells me it's easy, it's easier or it's hard, it's like absolutely, you're right. But you know, commit to it. That's the difference for me. I like the, I, I created like this, sort of like this. There's this idea of there's three different types of people. There's the okays, the goods, and the greats. Yeah. The okays are always looking at the bad, and for them to move from an okay to good is to see the good in people, to see the good in the world, mm-hmm. to see the good in what they can achieve. To move from a good to a great, I feel that the goods don't really commit to greatness. They're, they're happy to sort of sit mediocre, sit doing well, making the average wage, doing an average lifestyle, doing the average thing. But it's that commitment to greatness that takes them to greatness. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the journey from getting across. Uh, and it's that, like commitment. That, yeah. a, it's that commitment to doing that little bit extra. It's a commitment to sticking to the 5 a.m. It's a commitment to eating healthy. It's a commitment to self-developing. It's a commitment to exercising. It's a commitment to loving and, and living a life of abundance. It's the commitment to everything that you do yep. that will eventually see you become great. Love that. You know that's, what I mean? that's great, man. Have you seen it the other way around? Have you seen great to good? Well, as if people go like back. Yeah. And the bodybuilding example was a, was a great one. Yeah. Well, I, I guess that's a mindset thing. It yeah. becomes a mindset thing. It, it becomes a, maybe it's a complacency thing. But again, like if you've reached a level of greatness, well, in your own version of like, if you, you know, preparing for a bodybuilding comp and getting on stage at that body weight, like, you know, 3% body fat, gone through a massive 20-week, 16-week diet, cut, prep to get to that mm-hmm. stage, like that's mentally and physically draining. Like it's more, men- yeah. it's, it's more mentally draining than anything, you know? Um, yeah, you're, you're exercising and you're pushing weights around and you're doing cardio 24-7, but mentally it's a challenge, you know? Um, so I think some mm-hmm. people, it's their rest time. For me, yeah. I, I, if I had to look at that scenario, I would say something like for the first week or two, yeah, you know, have some time off, do your thing in moderation. But there has to be, there has to, you have to draw a line eventually and say, okay, cool, well, now it's time to get back into it. Yeah. If yeah. it becomes like a six-month break, different. Yeah, then it's a- and, and you're right about the mindset piece, actually. And, and you have such a strong mindset, and I admire that about you. Where did that come from? So question one is, where did that mindset come from? And question two is, uh, if, if you can answer this after, your ideal reader, I want you to think about your ideal reader. Are they people that have an extremely strong mindset? Are they people that 
you know, need, need a bit of help? Are they kind of in the middle or a mix of both? So first question to you, yeah, is, is yeah. where does that mindset come from? Yeah. Look, I, I got into self-development when I was like 25, 20, 24, mm. 25. Like I listened to my first audio book and I was like, what the hell? Where has this been? <laughs> What do you mean there's people yeah, reading yeah. and I can listen to it? What do you mean, man? What do you mean there's inspirational, motivational stuff on YouTube? I didn't know that. Um, yeah, yeah. So when I first got into that space, uh, it was pretty late in there. Well, it's never late, but it was, you know, I was 24, 25 and until I first read it, understood motivational stuff. Like, you know, the last book I read would have been in high school, which would have been some fiction story. Um, so yeah. again, so the self-development thing sort of started a bit later for me, but I always had this, even when I was in construction, I tell a story about it when I was doing it in the book, when I was telling it, doing a, a training uh, for work and I was getting my dogman's ticket um, and I would have been about, I don't know, 22, 23. So for those that are listening, a dogman is the guy. Uh, so you see the big tower cranes in the city. So that, uh, the dogman is the guy who hooks up the load and, and who does the, the, the work on the ground, like puts chains on it, loads it up, straps it up, and then you speak to the, the crane driver via the radio and he takes it up and moves it to the other space. You know? So just for those listening, know what a dogman is. It's a bit of a weird word. Um, but so I was doing that training with my brother and it was on, there's a five-day course and on day three at the end of it, we're driving home uh, and he goes to me, why do you always have to be the best in the room? Like, why do you always have to be the best at what you do? Um, and you know, at the time I said, well, fuck, why wouldn't I want to be like, why would I want to be like yeah. every other, there's about 20 of us, 20 people in that group in that training. I said, why would I want to be like every other loser in that room? You know, ultimately they're probably not going to go out there and do anything with what they're learning, but I want to go out there and take mm-hmm. this and make this like something, you know, and I had that mindset even as an employee in construction. Uh, and then even in footy, like I was always the first one out there. I, I remember every training session when I'm playing VFL, I was always out there half an hour before everyone else practicing my shots at goal, practicing kicking out because I used to kick out after the behind. So every, mm-hmm. I'd practice everything, everything. Was I the best player in the world? No. Was I naturally talented? No. But you know what? I put in some put in some serious hours prior to training, mm. like always half an hour to an hour before, out there by myself. Um, so yeah, that mindset. I don't know. Like it's just. I don't. I don't want to say I was born with it because I, I wasn't. Yeah, I think it, yeah. It definitely comes from the you know upbringing from parents. You know, you know, encouraging to do more. I always remember my dad saying, "You know, always be the leader. Don't be the sheep. Always be the leader. Don't be the sheep." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even at the time when I was growing up, didn't really understand what that means. But in yeah, my head, yeah. I was just like, you know, be the leader. So every time I would go out there and play footy or play sport or do work, I'm like, I'll be the leader. Mm-hmm. Don't really know what that means, but yeah. I'll just be the leader. So I'll just yep. be. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's just sort of built and built and built and built and just got stronger and stronger. Uh, and then, yeah, more recently, I've, I've put a lot more time and attention towards my mindset. And, and yeah, I'm still human. I have my, we said it earlier about the book, you know, I, I did definitely take in the, the, the naysayers a little bit. Um, because like I said, I'm human and it happens. Uh, but I think that the, the journey is like, it, it never, like I said, it never gets easy. You just get better at it. And I think, you know, the hate, Correct. the hate's never going to go away. It's always going to be there. It's just going to be me getting better at handling it. Uh, the mm-hmm. negative comments are always going to be there. The, the negative self-talk from my, you know, my negative self-talk will always be there. It's just going to matter of like how quickly I can switch it around, like how quickly I can yep. turn it off. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's never going to go away. Like anyone that says they don't speak negatively, I'm not in their head, but I can only assume like that's not true because it has to be at least one word a day that you say that you that is negative in your head. Yeah. Um, so I think if you can flick that around quickly, and I think I've got that down pat, which is again why I really wanted to write the book, why I felt the book was the right time because I felt like I was in a great space. Like I'm doing really good things and getting great results on uh, my clients. So it's something I'm doing and then I'm sharing is working. So let me get that on paper. 
And then all of a sudden it was, okay, cool. This is great. Let's make it happen. Um, and I think so, yeah. the, I think the secret to that is, and I, you know, I can tell what you're doing and, and you have fear on one side, fear and, and the, the negatives. And then on the other side, you have, you know, what sort of value that you can give back to society. And that value is a lot bigger hundred percent fears that value well, like you said about the, the podcast you had a teacher say you know they removed that fear of flying just mm-hmm. from that first episode that outweighs the negative tenfold. absolutely i yeah. i looked at it as you know what this is what i want i want to be able to to share this with the world i want to be able to see if i can change anyone else totally. but i mean that's that's what we're at well, that was my mindset so, for second- getting over public speaking was it was the mm-hmm. the fact that yeah maybe i stumble my words maybe i don't say the words exactly right maybe i you know, get it wrong sometimes, but there's always going to, and there'll be someone that calls me out on it. You know, maybe I'll spell something wrong on the flip chart. That's okay. But at the end of the day, you know Should what I'm happen. trying to say. Yeah. yeah, totally. You know what I'm trying to say. And there's going to be yeah. someone in the room that is going to leave that event, whatever it looks like, or a Zoom call or whatever, being like, wow, I'm glad I learned that. Yeah. I'm glad I got Correct. that. You know? And you know what? I, I've made many mistakes up on stage. And you totally. know what? We're human. We're human, man. We're human. I think it's, if you can it's own gonna it, happen that's, us, it's yeah. going to happen anywhere else. If you try and hide it, that's when the problem is, and that's what people try and clue out. But if you own it, like, oh, fuck, I got that one wrong. Shit. Sorry, guys. Let me uh, re- let me fix it. Like, again, like we've all made, we've, you know, you, yeah. we've all made mistakes. We've all spelled something wrong. We've all done something. We've all said the wrong thing, whether it's on air, off air, talking to yourself, whatever. You just own it, like it. You drop that ego, and, right, yeah, and you move on. But it's that's okay the to make mistakes. <laughs> like if yeah. you're not making mistakes, and it's like, well, what are you actually really doing? Uh, and know, if you're not I'm making, learning. if you're telling me that you're not making mistakes, and you're talking shit. Um, yeah, correct. So, and then the second question with the ideal reader, I okay, part of the reason why I wrote the book Shiv was like I, I read like uh, I'm, I'm sure you've read it, Relentless by Tim Grover, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I read that and I'm like, that's I can read that and I get it. It makes sense. Yeah. There's some books I read and I'm like, I don't get it. Or there's some mm-hmm. content I watch or some content I like, I might consume. And I was like, I don't get it. Uh, is it me and I'm not at the right stage potentially, you know, or is that book too high level for me? Maybe. Um, like think and grow rich. Like I wouldn't suggest that for a first time reader. Like it's, it's a lot to take in. Like it's, you got to yep. get it. You yep. really got to read it. Um, definitely a great book to read, but like get into the habit mm-hmm. of reading and go and read that. Um, yep. But yeah, I wanted to make this book really easily read a read. If that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. it's easy to consume. It's easy to digest. Like it makes sense. And it doesn't matter what level you're at, whether you're a, an expert reader and you've read a million books or it's your first book you've ever read in your life, you're going to get something from it. And whatever level it applies to you at, it's going to help you go to the next level either way. Yeah. Even if you're at ground floor and looking to just get to level one or whether you're at level 100 and like, I want to get to level 101, either way, you're going to get something from it. Um, so, yeah. I've tried to stay because I'm obviously a bit of a sports buff and I love sports and you know I've done the whole sport. So I've tried to keep it sport orientated, but not only sport orientated. Yeah, uh, yeah correct. A business to it, a bit of personal life, mm-hmm. um, external to just people who've done really great things out there who maybe have never owned a business or have never been a sports athlete, but they've done great things. Um, and I've also tried to steer away from, yeah, there's some household at the greatness names in there. But I've also challenged the people as well to think about, well, who's great in your world, who you, know, you model as greatness, who isn't a household name? Who's a local yep. person, the person that you see down the road? Is it the guy who makes coffee at, your, at the local coffee shop? Just because he's not a household name doesn't mean he's not achieving greatness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's also the fact of understanding like, the journey of greatness, understanding yep. if you're on the journey of greatness. 
um, correct point as well. And I think that's a really good point. You know, when I wrote this book, I did the exact same thing. I wanted people to understand or read this book and really step inside their own shoes for a second, as in like think about what they want to do and what they want to learn. Yes. And that's why yes. I left the notes section in the back of every chapter is because I want you to actually, this is a book that I want you to write in. Yeah. This is a yeah. book that I want you to actually use and go back totally. to. And the, the simplicity of it was really important to me too, because yeah. you're right. There's books out there where I read and I'm like, what the heck is going on? I mean, yeah. what they're really trying to say is, you know, do some good things. Yeah. <laughs> Why exactly don't you just right. write do good things, right? I mean, Spot there's on. no, you don't have to get scientific about it. It's totally. literally go totally. do some good shit yeah. in life. Just be a great person. That's it. You know, ultimately bring it down person. to that, you know. Um, and again, like, that's not my style either to write at that level. Like, that's yeah. not me. Yeah. I, I don't speak at that level. And, you know, the listeners will be able to tell. I don't speak at a, you know, super high intelligent but you still get what i'm trying to say and i I didn't want i didn't want my book to be edited to a level or me try and write something that's not me you know um so i I wanted to really keep it me as much as possible and 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 cut through the bullshit and just cut straight through and be like i get that that makes sense so some people that might read and be like that's real basic so some people that Mm -hmm. might read and be like wow this is the best thing i've heard you know forever you know but there's going to be learnings either way which is, which is really important. And, you know, with, you know, I took some influence from you and your book and I said, okay, cool. Well, you know, like you said, there's, there is some writing. Um, I don't have mm-hmm. a note page at the end of every chapter, but there are some exercises in there. And whether you want to write in the yeah. book, you can download the, the assets online. Like either way, there's going to be, you know, exercises to help you achieve uh, ultimately. Yep. Good, good. And it, it's, it's, it's a way for them to reference that book 100%. again, go back yes. and use it again. Yeah. So yeah. I, I got I got a couple more questions for you, and and yeah, one thing you actually talked about before was your surroundings and yes. surrounding yourself with the right people. So, yeah. how much of an influence does your surroundings have? Oh, like I think it's uh, if not one of the most important. Like I think your your mindset and your self belief uh, and your focus would be you know your personal internally is mm-hmm. you know going to be number one. But then the, the next thing, very close second, like you know, yeah. photo finish second, uh, is the people around you. Uh, is the is the you know and in the book I call it the greatness squad. Uh, you know who's in your like who is in your greatness squad? Like who is there to support mm-hmm. you during the great times and, sh- and through the shit times? You know yep. and and how many different squads do you need? Like you might need one for personal life. You might need one for business world. You might need one for mm-hmm. your career. You might need one for your finances, both in business and outside of business. You might need okay, yep. so many. What about your health and and like you said, like you know, you okay, cool, I got a PT, but who's looking after from a physio and an osteo and a dietitian and a naturopath and who's looking after what you're eating? Do you have to go that deep? No, but it depends on what level you want to play at. Like for yeah. me, I want I want to. Okay, we both live pretty pretty full on lives. Like we're pretty busy all the mm-hmm. time. We're going twenty four seven. I want to perform at my peak. So and I know that food is fuel. Uh, so I yep. get that. Yep. So I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I need to have the right people around me giving me tips and advice and strategies on how I can eat at certain times and eat certain things at the right times to, to better perform. You know, I'm not going to go and do a dietitian course or a nutrition course because it's not really what I want to do, but I can hire yep. someone or consult with someone to say, hey, Jamie, this is what you need mm-hmm. to do. You know, so I think yep. the people around you is, is super, super, super important. Um, and I think that, you know, cutting people is equally as important you know, and so like you said, there was some friends that are no longer that you thought were friends, but you know, um, but it, like it's hard, man. Like it is. Like it's I'm not going to sit here and say it's easy to just cut people off and cut family off and cut mm-hmm. whatever it is. If they're family, yeah. just limit exposure to them. That's what I do. I just limit yep. 
my time with them. Like they're still my family and I love them. Um, and especially if they're external family, it's even easier. You can just limit, you know, if it's like and uncles and aunties and it, cousins, etc. I agree. I agree. And I think you could do the same thing with friends. And we're not we're not saying totally. go out there and just say like screw you, see you later. I mean, you limit you can limit it. I mean, Absolutely. you can go from hanging out with them once a week to hanging out with them once a month. I mean, if they're gonna drain you, if they're a time waster, Absolutely. that's fine. That's cool. And I'm but, okay. With, you can own it. Most importantly, like yeah, own that. Like and and, and be okay with it because they've they've chosen to go on that journey, and the same way you've chosen to go on your journey. So if it's okay for them yeah. to go that way, it's absolutely okay for you to go your way. Correct. And I, I was just going to say, I also encourage you to to have that transparent conversation with them. Right. I yeah, mean, absolutely. I have some friends that are super super negative, and you know, I feel like I'm in a negative space whenever I hang with them. So I don't totally. hang with them much anymore of course i see them and at the end of the day they're great people and they're going through their own struggles and i'm never going to say like screw you see you later absolutely i'll be there for them but i do limit my exposure so that that's really good advice yeah i, I think yeah limiting and then slowly eliminating you know it's a good little yep. analogy eliminating yeah. and eliminating um you know if you wanted to do that but ultimately yeah like i said sometimes you can't i'm very grateful i, I have to be honest like especially like one of my three of my like my closest best mates like one of them we went to kindergarten together, primary school together, high school together. He went on to university. I wasn't smart enough for that. Um, but we played footy and cricket together. Like we grew up together. Um, and then yeah. one of my other mates, like, we were best mates from year seven, like, which is the start of high school. And we're still, being be- and we're yeah. still best mates now, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really grateful. And they're like the most supportive uh, friends that I could ever have. Like, yeah, they're more than friends to Good. me. You know, so yeah. I'm very grateful Good. for that. Now, I, again, I don't know if it's luck. Um, because I don't really believe in luck, but I ultimately think that yeah, like to having having them as like yeah. non family members, but I almost mm-hmm. see them as family now. Uh, you know, having them close by and then, and then on the journey, you know, bringing people in uh, and being okay to sort of think, oh, this person would be good, and then yep. all of a sudden they're not, and then okay, call you out. I'm very cut. I'm very cutthroat like that. You know, I, I used to play footy where one week you're in, one week you're out. You get the call, yep. hey man, you're not playing this yep. week. It's like fuck. Or, hey, man, you get the call and you're in. So mm-hmm. I, I, was, I sort of developed that skill of knowing how to be shut down pretty quickly. Thursday, yeah, Thursday yeah, lunchtime, you, if you see the phone call coming from the general manager, it's like, fuck, is he going to come down <laughs> in or I out? You know, so it's yeah. like, hey, what's going on? Cut to the chase. Yeah, you're in. Yes. No, you're out. Fuck. You know, um, yeah. so I'm pretty cool like that. I can take it and I can give it. Uh, but I good, think that's good. super important to surround yourself with. The right. And in the book, I actually give a, a, a decent list of people that you'd want to bring in and then obviously open it to mm-hmm. everyone's got their own, you know, needs and wants and, and make sure you've got the right people is important. Man, I cannot wait to get this book. Honestly, I can't wait to get my hands on this book. Now, the final question I have for you, actually I'll throw one more in there. But once this book comes out and you have, you know, your first couple thousand readers, what what is the what is the one message that you want the be great book to, to really shine on? Love it. That is a great Great question. Um, so, in way, what do I want them to take from it? Like, if there was like one or two things that they could take from it, just, just one. I want the. I want just one, one. Just one. And I yeah. know it's super hard because if you no, ask no, no. me that about my book, I yeah. don't know how to answer. But <laughs> yeah, no, no, this is good. I, I think ultimately, you know, like I said, the, the, like we all know, like the book's called "Be Great," right? If you think about like that, you know, in just those two words, like "Be Great," it doesn't mean you have to achieve the greatest of great greatest heights and make the most amount of dollars or get the highest paying job or, or be the highest role. I think if you can ultimately just be a great person, you're on the path of doing some great things. You know, I think if you can just be that guy like or that girl or whatever you are, 
you know, that's just doing great things. I think if you can take your level to, you know, maybe play that a little bit bigger. Yeah. yeah, cool. I was sitting over here doing my everyday thing and then I read the book and it's like, you know what, maybe I can take a level up. Mm-hmm. That's a win. Yep. If you wanna, and then from there, you go and read another book or you go and learn something else and take it to another level up. If I can put off that stepping stone for someone, so to say, uh, that yep. they can take their life in whatever extreme, whatever scale, whatever version, whatever way works for them, I mm-hmm. think that's going to be most important. Um, yep. Yeah. I hope that answers the question. There's a lot... I try to tie four or five answers into one. So, <laughs> No, no, no. That, that was a good. And I think you're right. The title is Be Great. And the message is simple, right? Be great. And I, I, I love that. And, and again, I, I, I think that's, that's a really good the level up piece, right? If you're doing something mediocre, like how, do you, how do you step up just, just even a little bit? Today, that's, like that's you said earlier, how do I be better today than what I was yesterday? Like that you're on the journey then. Like if that's your mindset, what can I do today to be better than yesterday? Then you're on the journey to greatness. Whatever level of greatness it is, whatever level that sounds like, whatever level it looks like, whatever financial value it is, doesn't matter. So as long as you're yep. moving forward uh, and not staying stagnant, uh, then I think that's a win. I love that, man. Final question for you, my friend, is... Get me. Get me. This has been awesome. And, and, Thanks, and with, man. This has been great. <laughs> of course, of course, man. With everything that you're doing and, and everything that you, you put out to the world, what, what do you want to be remembered as? Uh, or how do you want to be remembered? Uh, yeah, well... Good one. Nice one. Oh, you could have prepared me with this one. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, but this is raw and real, man. This is raw and real. Um, <laughs> what do I want to be remembered as? Or what do I want to be remembered for? Um, I think ultimately, like, a little bit cliche-ish, but, you know, like, whatever. I, especially with what we're going through now in, in the world, there's, there's definitely a lot of whether it's negativity or, or I think the world needs more leaders. You know, yeah. I think the world needs quality leaders who are just, you know, I look at someone like a Robin Sharma and I look up to him so much. I'm like, he's definitely one of my, you know, greatest models, like someone that I'm like, I'm modeling. Um, and like the content he puts out there, like just the way he leads and like he'll be remembered for that. And I think it's just a matter of not just the positivity, like yes, being positive and, and encouraging and motivating and help people move forward. But I think it's like, you know, every time I was around Jamie, I felt good. Every time I listened to Jamie, I got something from it. Every time I, I was, there was a great energy. Every time I was reading, hearing, seeing, feeling something around what Jamie was doing, like I got something from it. Like I left in a better space. I yeah. left a better person. Um, again, at what level that is, it's up to the individual and what, wherever they're at. But I think ultimately, as long as someone, if I can leave a mark on someone in a, in a positive way, uh, and, and, and yeah, I think that's ultimately... And, and it's someone that chased, chased his dreams and like, sorry for swearing, but didn't give a fuck. He just you know, did his thing and yeah. got out there and made it happen. Um, and I know I've sworn a lot, so I didn't even ask him allowed to swear, but bad luck, it's, it's happened. Fuck it. <laughs> there fuck it is. It. There it is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, someone that just went out there, chased their dreams, you know, took people on the journey with him, uh, wasn't scared to you know, get it wrong and, and make mistakes and get back on the horse and throw himself in the dip and say, hey, I'm going to write a book. Um, and hey, I'm going to launch a podcast and, you know, uh, and yeah, but honestly, man, like I have to say a huge thank you uh, to you because I'm not just saying it because I'm on your podcast and I'm not just saying it because we're in front of the, you know, we're here together. Like genuinely, like honestly, Shiv, man, like it's, yeah, it, it's daunting. Like at the start, I, I remember clearly how I felt like it's daunting. I was like, how the fuck am I going to write a book? You know, mm-hmm. and, and then seeing you do it and saying, well, you know, Shiv did it. Like, what's my problem? What's my problem? 
you know, yeah. and, and that's not that's not against, that's nothing against you. That's just me saying, well, you know, I look up to you. Like, if he can do it, why can't I do it? Like, I can chase that too. Yeah. Uh, and then you'll yeah. help all the way through, man. Like, even till yesterday and or two nights ago, when we on that that uh, sharing <laughs> Zoom. You know what I mean? Um, and then yeah, like I, yeah, sometimes I'm a bit of a drainer. I ask irrelevant questions, but I, honestly, like I love it, man. Like, and you know, you're definitely part of my greatness squad. You know, and I think it's important against the listeners out there is to, you know, keep those people close. Like keep the people that are going to be there to genuinely support you and achieve and want to see you do mm-hmm. well and want to push you. Like like you said earlier, maybe it's not what you want to hear, you know, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's what you need to hear. Uh, yep. Sometimes you need those people to be like, listen here, man, like pull your head in, go and get it done. Or yep. love it, keep going. Like you're doing great work, keep that up. You know, whatever mm-hmm. that is, Get those people around you. So I have to say a massive thank you to you, man, for, for being that person to me. Uh, I hugely appreciate it. Hugely, hugely, yeah. hugely appreciate it. Well, listen, man, I, I thank you for that. And uh, the, the feeling's mutual, my friend. You are always there for me. Anytime I call, you answer. You know, this is not just a, it's, it's not just a one-way street. This is a two-way street Absolutely. for sure. And Absolutely. I think that, you know, the, the answer to your last question was, was great. You know, what do you want to be remembered for? I think you're, you're already doing that, man. That you're already doing that. And I can look at you and say, Hey, you know what? Jamie's here to help. That, that's Absolutely. it. Jamie, 100%. Jamie's going to make my day better if I, if I give him a call for five minutes. So yeah. you're already doing that, man. Keep, keep doing what you're doing. I cannot okay. wait to get my hands on this book and you know, I Thanks, cannot man. wait to share it with, with everyone. Thank you. It's going to be Thank great. You. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I still remember that phone call we had when, uh, I was at the airport and it was really late at night. I was traveling and we just had a chat for like five minutes before I was bottom of flight and we were both like, yeah, right? we had that call. Like we were just both, it was like a five minute call. Like, we were both pumped up. Yeah, yeah it was a five minute call. Like I'm about to board a plane and I'm like, hey man, I really got to get off the phone because they're going to kick me off the flight, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, and, but we just left that phone call like feeling incredible, you know, so anything you want in your life, guys, absolutely. anything you want in your life. Absolutely. And, and, and I love what you say about the greatness squad. I mean, that yeah. that's something that I'm going to be thinking about. You're definitely in mind. No, I want to be Appreciate thinking it. about who's in there. So uh, honestly, can't wait to get my hands on the book. Appreciate and it, man. We will, uh, we'll go from there, man. Yeah. Thank you for being on the show so again for the third time. And I cannot wait for the fourth. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it, man. Thank you so much. Thank you all the guys out there listening. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And um, yeah, thanks for that, Shiv. I really appreciate it. No worries. Thanks, everyone. See you later. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Don't forget to subscribe, share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. For more information, visit shivrad.com. Peace. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind.